Good morning, Timbo. Good morning, Nicole. Welcome to our podcast. We're excited to have you, Timbo. Good morning. I'm stoked to be here. So you just finished a race. Tell us a little bit about it. The Shiprock. Yeah, so I did the Shiprock Marathon. I got second. Um, I was going for the course record, um, but I had to. I did. I dealt with a few challenges. Um, I I lost my vision. Um, I started puking. I was cramping up. I had to like just step aside of the road and kind of just sit down and gather myself when I lost my vision. And like it took a little bit. I had a a good amount of lead. I had about a like a forty five minute lead from the second place runner. So it gave me some time to kind of do that stuff, but it just took a little longer. Um, he did get the win and everything. I'm proud of him, but I just, I wish I didn't even see him pass me just because I was probably puking or doing one of those things. Um, oh but gosh. yeah, it was, it was, it was just nuts. I, I did not really expect that second place finish. I was kind of thinking like maybe five, like fifth, 10th. I was like, well, maybe top 20, you can kind of shoot for or like right when I crossed the finish line, they said second place. I was really surprised, that's, that's <laughs> but I was glad to have like, yeah, I got that accomplishment and went through all that. And, but yeah, definitely with all this, uh, going to reevaluate and, uh, definitely just going to try and get the record next year. Well, congrat- congratulations. Second place isn't, uh, isn't too shabby for maybe those that don't know timbo is a stigma brand ambassador and ultra marathon runner timbo what is what is the shiprock marathon can you describe what that is to people well the shiprock marathon is a marathon on the navajo reservation it's in shiprock new mexico that's a special place for me because that's a place where i was born uh, oh, wow. It's 26.2 miles. Uh, it's pretty much an out and back course now. It used to be all downhill to where it was a point to point, but now it's a Boston qualifier and everything, but they changed it to where it's an out and back. And I feel like it's a little bit harder, which is awesome because then I can go for the course record. And like if I do break it, it'll be like one for the books for sure. Um, that's kind of why yeah. I want to gear for it next year. Yeah, it's your hometown. I didn't realize you're from there so that's really cool new mm. mexico actually her grandma is from that same area we were just talking about that recently so that hits close to home um oh, speaking yeah. of uh that can you tell us a little bit more about uh your navajo tradition and how you like got it into running yeah so like with the navajo culture um how i how the Navajo culture got me into running was the early bird gets the worm type of teaching it was where you wake up before the sun and um, you just pray and greet the creator, greet the sun. And uh, that's pretty much how you begin your day. And uh, through that whole process, it just kind of builds that discipline of kind of resilience in a way. Um, like regardless of everything, you're just trying to give that little bit of physical effort for the creator. And uh, it's also just a good health habit. I mean, it keeps you healthy. It keeps you limber. Um, keeps you active um, definitely like for sure I feel like that's what kind of did it because like I started running when I was like five or six years old and I've been doing it ever since so like I feel like just built upon the years I just built that like wisdom and just built that mileage and yeah I mean definitely with the Navajo culture that's mainly why like within the tribe you have a lot of gifted runners within this community for sure yeah, that's amazing. I definitely notice, I don't do this all the time, but I've definitely noticed when I get up and I run before sunrise, you definitely mm-hmm. feel 
something about like watching the sun come up before anybody else. It's a good oh, feeling. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Timbo, can you kind of like tell us maybe about well, the intersection of cannabis and running? Because like a lot of the people, you know, don't see those two kind of going hand in hand, right? And as part of our mission with stigma, we're we're trying to break that stereotype. So how do you use cannabis on a daily basis? What does that look like in your routine? Um. So, yeah, with, with cannabis and running, it just honestly just helps me kind of dig deeper into my training with like creativity and just helps me think a little bit more from a different perspective. I feel like, I mean, with, with cannabis, it's, I don't really think it's enhancing or anything at all. Um, I just feel like it really just helps you think and being like, Oh, like usually after a run, I'll like, instead of like making sure I like push myself or over exceed myself, I'll smoke a joint and kind of take a break and being like, okay, let me think this out. Like maybe I did go a little bit too hard today. And then like this evening session, don't do another hard session. Just take it easy. Just do another like half hour easy session or just do drills or mobility. Um, Just kind of like having those little meditating sessions kind of with, it's kind of how I deal with canvas with that. Um, And then even then with canvas, I feel it really helps with my anxiety and depression because uh, I do deal with that, uh, and that just is rooted from my childhood. Um, but then with that, it just helps me just kind of just with clarity. I mean, with everything that goes on in my life, as an ultra runner, you're constantly on the go. So, like, you're constantly running or you're constantly training. And then even then, I'm, on, I'm going to work or, you know, you're just constantly busy. So just, like, having that canvas is, like, a, a moment where, like, I can just take that mental break. Mm-hmm. And kind of refocus, recenter, and then just get back to work. <laughs> and and so, do you feel like you use it a lot before your races or after your races as a reward? What's is there a time that you usually use the most, or is kind of like whatever? Um, I'll primarily like do after and everything, but like I mean, when it's like when it starts to get to like a bigger competition, bigger race, I'll definitely like try and just stick to my like CBD or just trying to get clean for those races. I mean, with the bigger races, you you do get tested and everything. If you do get like top placements, you have to deal with kind of the um, drug testing facilities there. Um, but mm-hmm. for, like for those bigger races, uh, definitely <clears throat> like I try to just stick with my hemp and CBD. Uh, Cause that just is the same thing. It just helps my endocannabinoid system. Just make sure everything's good and healthy for my immune system. Uh, mm-hmm. And that just helps with that. Um, but yeah, definitely when I'm training though, and I'm just trying to like really build on myself, I'll definitely just make sure I'm doing it after. Um, during, I'm usually just focused on running, focused on racing. So like, I'm just, uh, it's just kind of me and my body then. And then uh, before uh, I'll take some edibles if I need to, like I, I love out of nowhere, like long runs. If you take some edibles for long runs, it's really awesome. I, I really love it because it lasts longer than flour. Yeah. Um, so then, like, when you start running and everything, it, it just kicks in and lasts yeah. a little bit. That's that's cool. I've actually never thought about doing that, probably because I've never ran that long where I would have <laughs> yeah. in during my run. But that sounds like a good idea. I don't yeah. imagine it'd be like a run, but, like, mid-run, it just hits. Nicole, there's a product right there. Stigma 
Run gummies. <laughs> Runner gummies. What? You'll know if you know. Just take them and you'll put it on your run. <laughs> Do you prefer, um, is there any like certain uh, method or strain that you like, like post run? I am all an indica person. Um, just because like how I said, like my mind already alone is going like 90 miles an hour. So just having that indica strain just helps me kind of just take a step back and just kind of be like, okay, like I'm, I'm overthinking this. I'm just like over contemplating this. It just helps me kind of do that. And it just also helps my muscles relax a little bit more rather than like with sativa. I just felt like I was like wanting to get, get up again and like do more active stuff. And I was like, I don't need to do that. I need to recover. So. Yeah. I love, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, Indica is like my go-to for recovery. So that's, that's something that I would choose to. Um, oops, sorry. My little doggy just popped in. Um, let's see here. So your collection is going to be, so we're going to be dropping your uh, 420 run project collection. Um, nice. And that's going to be, yeah, the capsules on the horizon. So that's going to be launching soon. And then we're going to be, um, the capsule is really cool though, because we have your runner's outfit, your whole fit that we're going to be launching along with a woman's collection. And some of the proceeds will be going to um, a charity of your choice, which is fundamental needs. I believe that's the charity that you chose, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to talk a bit more about, about who they are? and Yeah. So fundamental, fundamental needs is a nonprofit organization in Boulder, Colorado, they're really awesome just because their main uh, water project is in the Navajo reservation. And their whole focus on that is getting water generators to families who don't have running water. Um, because this whole problem we have on the reservation is we only have 13 grocery stores on the reservation for like access of like food, water, whatever. The others, like if you're needing clean running water, you have to go to these water tanks and that, that, is usually a good drive so you have to <clears throat> if you can only afford the gas to get you that water what are you going to do to get get you to the grocery store or vice versa so like it really deals with that contemplation just because uh, like certain areas on the reservation you do face poverty and everything and so like just trying to get to those central resources is an issue so like and even then like something as simple as water to get access to just having that water generator just makes all the difference so that's what i love about that organization and what mm -hmm. they do yeah that's amazing also too, like creating awareness around that because honestly before you told me like i really had no idea like that was an issue like they didn't have running water um or that it was difficult to access so yeah i love that you chose that organization yeah that's that's so cool that um we're able to make an impact through our actions by doing stuff like this, by doing the 420 run project and hopefully releasing this collection. We'll donate a percentage of the proceeds of elemental needs and, and make an impact. And I think that just shows what stigma can do and what we're all about is, you know, making an impact and, and doing beyond just sitting on a couch and being lazy. So I love that. Uh, I love that Timbo. Do you mind telling people maybe that, aren't familiar with what the 421 project was what what is the 420 run project because it, it was a very very uh big lofty goal that you set for yourself 
uh, but you did it. So tell everyone what, what 420 Project was. Yeah, so that whole 420 Run Project was to pretty much, uh, as a whole, try and get to 420 miles as a community. Uh, so like the stigma community, the fundamental needs, just all the running community, everyone, uh, whoever was intrigued by this idea, um, <clears throat> that was the goal. We definitely exceeded that goal. It was like 475 or something. So that just goes to show how like supportive a community can go if you just go towards like even then just 420 miles. Um, but with that one, um, <laughs> I went from Monterey to San Francisco and back. Uh, a little oh. bit, well, I, I kind of cut it short just because uh, on the starting section, uh, I crossed like a, a section where it was just a bunch of gas and it kind of like messed me up a little bit towards the start. So that's kind of why I finished a little bit earlier, but I covered 252.2 miles for the 420 mile goal. Um, and that whole is- thing was just a journey. It was, it was super awesome. Like I just, I ran along the California coastal trail uh, it was super pretty, and it was it was so awesome. Just because within each county I went through, it was like a different culture. It was a different vibe. <laughs> it was super awesome, especially like the best one I would say was top tier would be uh, San Francisco and Santa Cruz. It was the best thing ever. Like it was just the energy, the vibe. Um, <laughs> when I was uh, com- like on my way back through Santa Cruz, I I was in the evening. I was trying to beat that whole section because. I had no idea when I first ran into it that like on beach hours, they're only open from, what was it? Uh, sunrise to sunset. And I was trying to run like through that and the California coastal trails linked to some beaches. And so like I got stopped one time and they're like, yeah, you can't do that. You got to wait till the morning. I was like, okay, well, I definitely got to reevaluate because I was running to run like through the night as well. Um, so that's why I averaged around 50 mile days and then just try to like work accordingly to try and like, if I needed to like get to a section earlier, I'd have to pick up the pace. And like on those moments when you're, when your legs are already done, like 150 miles, it's, it's kind of hard. Um, and even yeah. then, like I, I usually as a runner will go like day into the night, like continuous. So then like when I had to just average 50 and then, like, if I did get a full six, at first it did feel good. But then, like, when you wanted it, when your body just wanted to keep going, and then you like force yourself to just wait till the morning, and then like your body's already tight just because you're like stressing out, like, oh, I'm just waiting or anxious to do this. So like, it was definitely like harder as I got into like day three, day four. Um, but yeah, it was it was such a journey though. I, I liked it. And through that whole time I updated everyone and we sent like the links to fundamental needs. And uh we also did Every Mother Counts. Uh that was the other charity that I ran for. Um but yeah, we collectively raised enough funds for both of them. It was it was awesome. I love that. I love that. And then you um I know you worked with our graphic designer, uh Jackie, to come up with a really cool outfit, which is what we're releasing very, very soon. You mind telling everyone what does that look like? What did you think about that? What was the process you had with Jackie to make that come to life? Oh yeah, Jackie crushed that design. It was it was super <laughs> dope. I was running throughout that whole time and everyone just loved that outfit. They're like, Oh man, you look super cool. And then uh, <laughs> a lot of them would be like, Yo, you look like a superhero. 
it was it was super dope um and a lot of them were just like yo where could i get that i want i want my own and uh but yeah with uh with jackie's design she uh we were talking together and we wanted to do something where it was very meaningful and kind of personal to me and a lot of that just goes to my roots to my people um so we did kind of like uh she used the stigma logo and kind of just did her own Jackie thing. And uh, what, what we wanted to do was the Navajo rug design with it. So she did kind of that stigma design with the Navajo rug. And uh, the colors we added were all the like Navajo sacred colors that we have, which is uh, like turquoise, white, yellow, and black. Uh, it represents our four sacred mountains. So it was, it just came like full circle with that whole design and just having to run that whole journey through it was super cool. I just felt like that was that was something that I feel like my ancestors would be proud of. Nice. Fuck yeah, I, lo- I love that. And people will be able to get access to that collection or that design very, very soon, a version for themselves. And Nicole, did you say there's a woman, another version coming up that you're working on as well, right? Yeah, so Jackie is going to be working on a, a woman's version of that. So we're excited to have it for both male and female that way. We can all rock it out there. Nice. Nice. So be- now that we're done with this podcast, we're going to get it all ready to rock and roll. and We'll be releasing it soon and, and posting it on social media and Instagram and uh, working with fundamental needs to make sure they're aware as well. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, perfect timing for the summer. People get ready for their for their outdoor runs and people will be looking, looking fly in their new Timbo gear. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's it. going to well, be really dope. Why? Well, I, I appreciate your time, uh, Timbo. Thank you so much for connecting with us. I think that gives everyone a, a good idea of, you know, your journey and what's, and what's to come. We, we got some more stuff coming besides the, you know, besides the collection, I'm pretty sure we got some more, runs in the future you know timbo and i talked about maybe doing an end of year uh run where more people can participate so i would love to see that 420 run project extended again like i mean but with more people obviously you don't have to run as much timbo <laughs> but uh, i would like to to make that an annual thing that, that's a cool cool run Oh, yeah. Uh, I was actually getting like some ideas flowing with that and kind of getting the community more involved. And like I was thinking of maybe just doing like a 4.20 mile loop and doing that for 24 hours. And whoever wants to pop in in that 24 hours and do that loop with me, they can. And then we just kind of see how much how much miles we can cover in 24 hours. I think that'd be really cool. And like. Crazy. That'd be really dope because I mean, you can do like you could run with me for 13 miles, and if you need to take like a two three hour nap or just do your regular shift, you could come back and do another six miles with me. I mean, you could just keep going with so, it. So, so, so someone could go. So someone could run with you, go home, go to work, go to sleep, get back up, and then come back and run with you, and you'd still be running the same four point two. Oh yeah, right? I'll still be here, buddy. Yeah, I'll I'll be here. Just holding down the fort. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Trying to get it on that run. It's coming. It's coming. We don't know when, but stay on the lookout. Coming to a town near you. Coming to a town near you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Stigma Podcast with Nicole and Anthony. Appreciate you, Jimbo. Thank you oh, so yeah. much. Thank you for having me. Many more to come. 
Thank you for listening. Follow us online and join the movement at stigmawellness.com. And on social media at stigma.wellness. Remember, stay lit, stay fit. Keep it in the mind.